Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Faith in the Zone, a show about sports and faith and how the two come together in lives being touched. Right now, discover how people in sports walk in faith with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Welcome to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside my co-host, Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside Baptist Church. Pastor, how are you? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. That's it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was going to tell you, I got got one thing. Randy Keltner, Ken Keltner's son that played third baseman for the uh, Indians. Yeah. Well, uh, one of the pastors at church ran into him at a card shop, baseball card shop, and he said, uh, and and, and so Dan said, Ken Keltner, uh, hey, our pastor's Ken Keltner. He goes, I know, I listen to you guys on Faith in the Zone, man. I gotta, he goes, come up and meet him. Come on in. <laughs> I thought it might be popular if it, the Indians would have won the series, man. 1948, well, <laughs> Ken I, Keltner was on that team, bro. You know, I got to tell you, we're gonna, we're talking to Ohio boy today. Okay, so, that sounds that's right. good. Yeah, I, you know, we're taping this on Friday this week, and, and uh, Pastor Pat Street... He is uh, from a rural town in Ohio, and with uh, Time Out Sports has joined us. And it's interesting, you right away went to the Cleveland Indians. Pat, are you still there? Yeah, I am. Yeah, okay, good, because, you know, you Ohio boys might be feeling kind of bad right now. Oh, no, we still have the Buckeyes, so OH. Oh, boy. <laughs> you know, they, they got out of Wisconsin. They were lucky to get that one. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I, you know what? That's all I'm that saying. Was destiny. It was not destiny. It was uh, it was pure. It was bad play calling. I think on the Badger side, Pastor uh, Pat Street. Thank you so much for a few minutes of your time. Look, you you, uh, you go by a number of names. You go by Coach and 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 Pat yep. and Pastor. And uh, I think yep. why don't we go with but, Coach? Okay, we'll go with Coach. Yeah, because uh, if I say Pastor and ask a question, both of you boys are going to jump in. Hey, hey, you know what though? I mean, did you hear what you just said? He goes by Pastor. He goes by Coach. I mean, it's almost like you, you know you you wear different hats when you talk to me sometimes so here you go you're doing it all over again i did you're right hey, i like pa- it pa- uh, coach uh, street i coached pastor ken keltner's boys in basketball and I he lo- was a great I coach loved, too I he was a great those, coach no, listen to him now <laughs> i love those boys and i loved their mom their dad on the other hand sometimes bothered me he was he, a great coach yeah, there you go hey uh pastor let's uh Coach Pat, let's talk a little bit about where you were uh, born and raised and, and where you are right now. Well, I live in Marion, Ohio, and that is where I grew up. And um, Marion, Ohio is 
known for one thing, and that is that it is the birthplace and the uh, the place where Warren G. Harding is buried. And his mm-hmm. memorial, where where he and his wife are buried, is the largest freestanding memorial outside of Washington, D.C. So that is one of the uh, big things about uh, Marion, Ohio. We're 50 miles north of Columbus on your way to Toledo. And um, I started uh, life here in Marion, Ohio in 1948. So it's uh, been a while and uh, grew up on a farm and uh, so on. And it was it was a heathen. I, I didn't know the Lord and until I was at the age of 22. And by that time, I uh, had graduated from high school, obviously, and uh, because I had this deep inferiority complex, even though I was an athlete, I was a state champion on the state our state championship cross-country team at River Valley where I do FCA, um, even though all those I had all that kind of stuff, I still had an inferiority complex. And when you graduate from high school in the uh, late 60s, you had two options. Either you go to, to college or you go into the service. Well, I never thought I was smart enough to go to college, uh, so I joined the Marine Corps. And uh, I went to Vietnam in 68 and uh, was spent eight months in, in the bush in, in Vietnam and uh, was hospitalized. And one of the things I thought about, it, to me, this is a unique opportunity for me. Uh, to be talking to someone that is in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, because on March uh, 26, 1969, a fellow by the name of Mario Leon, Mario, Mario R. Leon from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 19 years old, uh, Marine, died saving my life. Oh, my. And uh, I just, hmm. I just, I pray that uh, as I thought about this morning, I, I woke up this morning at three o'clock and, and I've just been praying about what we're going to talk about today. And one of the things that crossed my mind, I, I just hope and pray that one of his family members hears this show because mm. I just want to say thanks to, and I continue to thank God for Mario and what he did for me. He, hey, he gave his life for Pat, me. He sacrificed himself for me. Pat, was his last, and, last name spelled L-E-O-N, Leon? That's correct. Okay. That's correct. Yeah, and and every time out. I go to Washington, D.C. to the, to the uh, memorial, mm-hmm. to the v- Vietnam Memorial, I take an 8 by 10 picture of him, and uh, I, I, pu- I print a story of who he was and what he did for me. And when I, when I was in Vietnam, my radio handle, because my last name is Street, my radio handle was dead in. <laughs> and that truly was a, a, a descriptive hmm. part of my life. I really was at a dead end. And uh, because of the circumstances and how everything worked out, and you know, I was able to, uh, I was hospitalized in in uh, in Nam, and I, and I was sent back to the states, and I spent three months in the Philadelphia Naval Hospital, and uh, then I was released, and I got home uh, in July of '69, and I was just as lost as when I left, and um, when. I thought, okay, uh, I thought if I survived the Marines, that would help my self-esteem, but it, it didn't. I still was uh, very confused and, and lost, and so I thought, okay, drugs and alcohol, well, that'll make a difference. Well, obviously, you know the answer to that. It didn't. 
Yeah. I thought, well, if I got married to my high school sweetheart, that would make a difference. That would be the fulfillment of my life. I mean, you know that that doesn't work either. Um, and what happened at the first year of our marriage, at the end of our first year of our marriage, I was so far down, I was looking up to sea bottom, and my wife and I, we went to a church service, which was a unique church service in a Lutheran church in a little town in Ohio called Waldo, Ohio. So if you ever want to know where, where Waldo is, it's just 12 miles <laughs> south of Mary. It's in Ohio. <laughs> there in that Lutheran church, they were doing a revival. Now, Lutherans don't call it revival. They call it spiritual renewal in Christ. Uh, I didn't understand those words either, let alone I did I understand what revival is. But a, a, a Lutheran pastor stood up that night, and he shared his testimony, how Jesus Christ came into his life after he had gone through college, after he had gone through seminary, after he was in the ministry, God humbled him, and he, mm. he said, what's wrong? And he, God says, you need me. And he saw in Scripture that he needed Jesus as his Lord and Savior. That's the first time I'd ever heard the gospel. And again, another first that took place that night was that, that they were going to have an altar call. And he and uh, Pastor Swanger, who, who gave this testimony, he said, if you want to meet Jesus, come forward tonight. And my, it was like rockets. I couldn't, I couldn't, st- I had to get to the altar. And to my surprise, my wife of one year was right there next to me. Oh, that's and we both awesome. accepted yeah. Christ together. Wow. And mm. we've been walking with the Lord ever since. Mm. And matter of fact, uh, next month, the 6th of December, will be 40 years of my ordination into ministry mm. and it, it's been it's been really exciting and and 25 years of that uh, 40 years has been uh, in working with fellowship of christian athletes and athletes and coaches and and so on but god has just done a, a marvelous thing in my life but I, I i did want to let you know that there was a young man by the name of mario leon just 19 years old that he died in saving my life well, I, but you know what, Pastor? I to get to the place where I understood that someone greater even died for my life, and that was Jesus Christ. Well, I'm going to so, see if I can't find um, his family, if they're still here in Milwaukee, and, and uh, I'm going to this weekend see if I can't try to locate them. Um, what a great, uh, what yeah. a great testimony, well, Pastor it, Ken. Yeah, and you know, one thing. Um, Coach, that you said you said that you found out there was someone greater than Mario who died for you, and he he's the one that offers eternal life. And uh, amen. That that uh, you know, Mike and I talk about it often. And you know, uh, Mike, one thing I've noticed about you, your sensitivity when you're hearing testimonies like this. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can tell. I mean, it is huge, you know, in your life because. You know, you, we, we all have our journeys of faith, and, and sometimes you can identify with these guys wow. uh, as far as how God and what he saved them from and what he saved them out of. And, and uh, I just say, you know, Pat, great, Mike and I talk about these journeys that people share their stories of how they came to Christ, and it's very moving. It is very impacting, and, and I hope there's people out there right now listening that, that would say, hey, I need Jesus and would invite him to come into their life to save them. Hey, hey, guys, I, I, I totally agree with that. We've got to get to a quick break. Uh, other side of the break, Pat, uh, the other conversation we've had a lot, um, Ken, is how in public schools, if if you're a coach and you're a strong Christian, how, how you kind of nav- navigate through those waters. And 
you know, uh, Pat Street is a coach and a pastor at a public school in Ohio, and he does a thing called timeout sports. And we want to talk to him about he, uh, what he does and how he does it on the other side of the break. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Back to Faith in the Zone, a journey on how people in sports walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Bunzel's Old Fashioned Meat Market. Here's host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside Baptist Church. Our special guest today is Pastor Pat Street. Also, Coach Pat Street, they got a big game. Uh, in fact, today, Pastor, right? You guys playing yes, playoff tonight, football in Ohio? Yep, our first playoff game uh, this um, this year is seven thirty tonight. We got to go about an hour uh, east or west of us and play a ten and O team, and uh, so we're excited. We're really excited I, as team to, about yeah. getting there. How, how'd your team do this year? We we were uh, seven and three, but the, the, that doesn't really reflect what God did with our team and how the process uh, built. As, as one of our offensive coordinators said uh, two weeks ago, he said, we're peaking at the right time, and that's exactly what's happening. We're, pl- we're playing on all cylinders. Uh, I told the team uh, last night, I said, what I've seen in this team is the capacity to, to get past distractions, the willingness to condition your mind and your body, for the task at hand and the ability to keep your poise, that is control and composure. And that's a choice. And I've seen, I've seen you guys grow and that's, that was powerful. Hey, Pat, up here in Wisconsin, we're, we're just about, in fact, when this airs, we will already have gotten through level three of the playoffs and only two levels left here in, in Wisconsin. We have to have our state tournament done before deer hunting starts. <laughs> I, I can understand. That's the way we roll up here <laughs> in Wisconsin. That, is, that, is that why that's like yeah. that? <laughs> we have to get it done before deer hunting. That's, that's I didn't know important. that. That's, well, I mean, they probably hunt down there in Ohio. Well, Ohio, oh, yeah, we do. high school football is maybe a little bit more important there. I don't know. That's the way we've always done it up here. Hey, uh, Pat, you you um, you um do a thing called timeout sports, and yeah, you and I do. have had that conversation. As we discuss this, if people have interest, they can go to timeoutsports.org. All one That's word, true. timeoutsports.org, and there's some really interesting things on that. And I don't know how many we're going to get to, but um, I, there's a couple of posts. One that was called to me, uh, that uh, recent post, and it was a couple years ago, but I read this and, and just really jumped off the page. If somebody, uh, if you can't give us a description of what timeout sports um, is. Sure. Uh, if you go to the website, you'll see Timeout Sports is a ministry that strives to help Christian athletes and coaches to stay fixed on God. And Psalms of, uh, 57, verse 7 is one of my favorite verses, and it is, My heart is fixed, O God, my heart is fixed. And not, it does, it's implying not simply that Jesus comes to heal a broken heart, which he does, but the idea of being fixed is that we are steadfast, we are totally committed, we're all out, and we're all in for Jesus. And that's what it's about, equipping uh, our athletes and coaches with a biblical sports-related uh, tools 
that are going to uh, foster a higher level of faith and a deeper level of devotion to Jesus. So it's really, that's the, in a nutshell what we do with, with uh, the material that we put up on, uh, on our website. Hey, Coach, um, you know, I, it's a public school that you're in right now. Uh, back when I was in Denver, I was coaching in a 6A school, and the administrator was a believer. I don't know if, if you, you have believers there on staff that, that help you. And he, his, you know, his guidance and counsel to me, Pat, was, Ken, wise as a serpent, harmless as a dove. And so what I what I did a lot of times, you know, we'd pray before games, and you know, I could challenge the guys, but and then I would invite them over to my home, you know, we'd play some ball, watch a game, you know, their families would come, mm-hmm. share the gospel, some things like that. Uh, how much freedom do you have there at the school? Well, we really we have lots of freedom. Our our superintendent is a Christian, our principal's a Christian, our ad's a Christian, uh, many of the uh, teachers are Christians. Uh, many of the coaches are Christians. Is the um, head football coach? Is he a believer? Mm, well, he believes in God. Let's put it that way. Okay, so does that does that create a, any difficulties for you well, with him or not? No. What the way I do my chapels, and that that has been really a positive thing. I've been on campus, which is the camp, uh, the school I graduated from. And I will say one thing about that: I was a real, like I said before, I I, I was a heathen. I was a jerk. I was. I was, a sinner. I, you were a sinner. <laughs> well, yeah, but because of my inferiority, inferiority complex, I, I didn't apply myself academically. I went to school purely for socialization. So, um, I mean, I've had, I've really, the Lord's led me to apologize to my former teachers when I find them um, because of the way I am. But then it, it gives me an opportunity to witness to them what I am today. Yeah, that's powerful. Uh, in Christ, but um, bottom line is, I go to I go to the administration, and I I just shared with them. I said I will always be an, an asset to you. The moment that you feel I'm a liability, I'll walk off campus. So I don't go in with my in my chapels, or I don't go on staff on 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 a campus with a ten pound family Bible, and I don't yeah. claim <laughs> to be Billy Graham. Yeah. I go in as a coach, and if it's basketball. Um, I go. My chapels are oriented around coaching and what 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 it means to build uh, young men's character, as well as speaking into our coaches' lives. Uh, so uh, th- those are the that's kind of how I do it. So I, I don't try to um, make a big issue. I, I, my chapels aren't. Uh, there, there's not an altar call. We don't sing mm-hmm. just as I am and all that. Yeah. My my my, uh, I I go in with the idea. I want to build these guys up. Mm-hmm. Life on public school campus has a tendency to be negative, mm-hmm. uh, negative peer pressure, neg- negative way people uh, adults even treat kids. Yeah, you're, yeah, right. you, you, you're probably aware. You know that um, so many times adults think it's it's the way to reach kids is to put them down. Well, that's mm. ridiculous. We yeah. need to be building them up, and that's the, that's the attitude by which I go into my chapels. Yeah, well, God obviously is giving you this platform with it, and I'm sure you know if you make the uh, with with the platform, the impact, and connecting with these guys that you get to to impact them uh, for the Lord. I mean, I'm sure guys will you know catch you on the side or you know grab a burger or something with them where they, hey, coach, what what is it about you? And you get an opportunity to share your testimony with them then. Yeah, but it, it's it's. Uh, not so much do they ask me about 
what I'm all about as much as they'll come to me and they'll say, uh, my grandfather, he's going to have surgery. He's got cancer mm-hmm. or my mom's real sick or my dad. And they say, could you pray for me? Mm-hmm. That becomes the open door. That's yeah, I got you. Uh-huh. That they're that they're really uh, open to to what I am and and who I serve. Mm-hmm. Because and then I share with them. I said I I serve a God that's supreme. He's sufficient and he's a satisfier, and he'll make a difference in your life. And we, well, I just tell them I believe in faith. One of my uh, top ten um, uh, coaching tips that I I put out uh, is. Uh, doubters talk about their mountain believers talk to their mountain and so when we when we pray we hold hands and we'll pray for their loved one or whoever they want me to pray for i said we're going to speak to this mountain this obstacle in jesus name according to mark mark 11 when jesus said stay unto this mountain be thou removed and we we pray the prayer of faith on that so it gets it just keeps building the word, planting the word yeah. into their lives. Okay, yeah, I got it. that's good. You know, speaking of those, uh, I'm sorry, we're, we're talking to uh, Coach Pastor uh, Pat Street with Timeout Sports on the website. Uh, you can go to timeoutsports.org. Speaking of the coach's tips, I, I, I took one off there that I really, um, it, it kind of jumped off the page at me, and it was, uh, you can walk fearlessly, run confidently, and uh, live victoriously. And when you talk about that, and and as a coach, as I'm reading this, and it says things like, be faithful to God where he puts you uh, is the key to true service. Uh, And and just the things that you're talking to on on this coach tip, um, Pat, it just really uh, does really well, I think, speaking to coaches as they're trying to talk to these kids and trying to be the leader in their locker room. When you talk about if you're prayerless, you're powerless, um, it's, it's really good stuff, again, on that website. As a coach, I found a lot of interesting things that I'm going to be able to use with our upcoming basketball season. Again, timeoutsports.org if you have more interest in, in looking at some of the things that Pat is doing. Guys, let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue our conversation with Pastor Pat Street. Again, he is with Timeout Sports uh, Public School in, in uh, rural Ohio, in uh, Marion, Ohio, that uh, he is the uh, chaplain for uh, all the sports teams. Ken, he does basketball, baseball, wrestling, football, everything, all of them, hmm. all of them. Well, we've done we've done so many that uh, at one time I was doing uh, five chapels a week, and wow. uh, that <laughs> I was spending a lot of time on campus. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's good though. That's uh, yeah, but, but it's been it's been a great opportunity. Sometimes hanging around young people that uh, makes us feel younger. Let's get to a break, boys. Again, this is Faith in the Zone. We're talking to Pastor Pat Street with Timeout Sports. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone, an inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by All American Window and Door. Here's host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. 
Mike McGivern alongside Pastor Ken Keltner. At least for a short time. Short time. <laughs> Man, every week I, I try to fire this guy, and he just keeps coming back. Keeps coming back. He's bad, perks, like a bad perks. headache. Man, I keep trying to put him on the bench, and he keeps running out for the starting lineup. <laughs> He's from Brookside Baptist Church. Our special guest, Pastor Coach Pat Street with Timeout Sports. Again, timeoutsports.org for more information. Yeah, uh, Mike, during the break, we were just talking to to, uh, to coach uh, about some opportunities that God's given to him with uh, you know some of the students that it can be more one-on-one type scenarios, but also uh, he shared a little bit uh, the coaches have have because usually they're there for your uh, challenge before the for the game with the team. You're right. When yeah. I do the ch- chapels, it's usually during the week before game night. Okay. Uh, I don't actually do any chapels on game night. Okay. And uh, what we do, what's interesting about our chapels is we get 100% participation of all the, the team. I like as well that. As all the coaches. Yeah. And um, that's a, a rare thing, really. So, uh, the average is that people, you know, the chaplains get about 10%. The difference, I think, is the way we approach it. We we don't approach it from a sort of a, uh, like I said, a Billy Graham point of view or, you know, an evangelist type thing. We approach it from a coaching point of view. And so, one, the coaches love it because I'm saying what they want their team to say or I'm re- regurgitating what they've already said to their team and I'm just reinforcing it. Yeah, you're, we, you're another voice there for them. Right, yeah. Exactly. And and the uniqueness of our chapels is uh, I, everybody gets a three by five card. On the card is a is a quote. There's a scripture, and then there's a workout. And this, the scripture is the the concept with that is that we're planting the seed of God's word. As you know, the, the scripture says in Isaiah that the the God's uh, word will not return void. That it'll it'll have it has a purpose and it'll be fulfilled. And so we plant the seed of God's word mm, yeah, uh, in every good. chapel. And then we go with a coaching point of view. But all the coaches come, and so it's a unique time not only to talk to the student-athlete, but to the coaching staff as well. And then during the week when I get out to practice with them, uh, I spend a lot of time in the the coach's office before and after. So, you know, I get this the personal touch with these guys and Mm -hmm. uh, they'll they'll share with me about different issues that they're going through whether it's in the classroom or, or whether it's at home or, or whatever is going on in their life. And uh, we've had the chance to, to be a one-on-one praying with them and encouraging them, hey, just pa- building them up. We're talking to a Pat Street, uh, Pastor Pat Street, and uh, again, Time Out Sports is, if you want to take a look at some of the things that he does, good website. I got a lot out of it. If you're a coach that's listening to this, um, timeoutsports.org is where you need to go. Pat, I'll tell you a quick story. There's a school um, in this area called Lake Country Lutheran, and I had the opportunity to, to give an award out to their football team. And as I was out there, their coach yelled to these boys, hey, huddle up, uh, family up. I'm sorry, yelled family up. And in small pods of seven or eight players around the field, these guys got together. And I said, what's going on? And he said, in each of those pods, there's a senior player that's in charge of that family. We have seniors, juniors, freshmen, sophomores in that group. But one senior is in charge of that family. And he said, look, these guys might not come to me with certain problems that they're having in school or certain girl problems that they're having, but they'll go to the head of their family in that huddle 
And he mm-hmm. said, look, I, I'm teaching these boys to be good football players, but I'm really preparing them for life after high school and college when they're when they're the head of their family. And I thought, mm-hmm. boy, this like is that. That, that's really good stuff. So these that's kids, awesome. yeah, kind of uh, different than, than some of the other schools and what they're doing, at least in this area. But I talk about what, what that team does a lot because it, it really, uh, I think it's a great model for other schools. And, and there are kids, look, I've coached basketball a long time. There are young kids that, you know, even seniors that won't come to a, a coach and say, hey, look, the reason I'm struggling so bad the last week is my girlfriend broke up with me or my, you know, my dog ran away or I'm, I'm, I'm really not doing well in school right now or just some of these problems. But they may sure. go to a peer and tell them that. So it's uh, really effective with with with, uh, with that school and some of the things that they're that they're doing. Hey Pat, when uh, when you get a chance to to talk to these kids and and for as many years as you've been doing this, do you find that the the kids nowadays are are quite a bit different than the kids that we talked and coached 20 years ago? Oh, absolutely. And primarily as you know and I know that the the effect on the family and the home uh, today has has changed so dramatically. It, as I I often share, I said the problem with America's uh, family is that um, dad's trying to find fulfillment outside the home, mom's trying to find fulfillment outside the home, the kids are trying to find fulfillment outside the home. The biggest problem is nobody's home. And yeah, uh, true. with that idea, they're they're seeking the world. They're seeking all the things of the world, and they're mm-hmm. they're finding just like I found out, just like you found out years and years ago, that the world can never satisfy. It will never. It may for a temporary moment, but it can never satisfy. So we and, and the other thing is when my kids went through school, they were kind of laughed at, and the reason was that we their parents were still together and where their peers, their, their parents have split and it's yeah. just so dysfunctional. And so yeah. they, they're, they're struggling with that dysfunction and it, and it's brought confusion into their lives You know, Pat, so much yeah. so that it comes, it's translated even in the way they play football yeah, or Pat, basketball. Yeah. Or, you know, Pat, we've talked to several college coaches uh, that have come on. We've had Bobby Bowden, Tommy Bowden, some of these guys, and they have said, that uh, today, even you, you, besides being a coach, you're almost like a dad. Exactly. And yeah. and I'm sure with the opportunity God has given to you to to connect with these kids, and they know you love them because you're. I mean, there's nothing more that a kid loves than you're there watching him cheering him on at a ball game, and uh, you're right there rooting them on. So I'm sure God has given you some great connection with these kids that that to some of them I would think you're almost like a father figure to them. Well, the thing is, when that when that happens, it happens when when something great happens on the field or on the court, and when they come over and hug you. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're 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 celebrating, and the next thing you know, they're hugging you. I mean, I'm sitting. There Your family. Your family. With them. Yeah. Exactly. So it, it, it's a real pleasure because now I I know that I'm I'm inside their heart, and oh, yeah. that's been really that's really great. Hey, Pat, I, I, I just praise God for that. In the last couple of minutes that we have before we get to uh, a break, I, I read an article um, that was about you, and and it talked about uh, that people ask you how to defend the Bible to someone who seriously questions its value uh, for life and faith today. And I, I thought you laid out just a really accurate way 
for for somebody like me or, or somebody like Pastor, if, if need be, um, when people come and question, you know, the the um, how how the Bible is true and how it's correct and 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 how we can um, as as Christians talk to people that are are struggling with that part of their life. And and you did a great job of of a couple of points that just really kind of um, I think made it easier for a guy like me that when somebody questions it. And I wanted to talk to you quickly about that and and you come and say look the the bible is historically accurate uh the bible is remarkably consistent uh the bible is wonderfully preserved and it's highly recommended from the people who wrote it and i just thought it was a really good article and want to thank you for that oh that's great amen Uh, the word of god and that's really what we talk so much about like within our fca huddle meeting which i we meet every friday morning at seven o'clock before school and it's really to, to just reinforce the, the fact that the Word of God uh, is sufficient for our life. It's relevant. It brings true reality into our lives as well as through our life. What I tell our kids uh, at FCA and in my church as well, God has to work in you uh, through the Word of God and the, and the power of the Spirit of God in, through us before He can work through us. He, he works in us to work through us. Every one of us has a purpose, and we can find that purpose via the will of God. And the other thing about the Word, too, is I treat, uh, teach kids, and, and as well as my church, pray the promises of God. When you pray the promises of God, you're praying the will of God, which then that, that says God will honor His Word. And I'm not yeah, saying yeah. that I demand or dictate God. No, I simply yeah. say, Lord, you said and I'm thanking you for it right now, and I thank you for the answer to my prayer. Hey, Pat, we just have a, a few minutes left here. Uh, one question I have, do you find kids are open to the Bible? Do you find kids today are are closed, or, or some that are just totally ignorant of the Bible? They, they don't even know anything about the Bible. What, what, what are you finding? Well, yeah, you, they're, they're all across the, the scale. But it's what's interesting about it is that uh, because you you have this personal contact with them, and and you, like you like you know and I know, it, you have to earn trust mm-hmm. and you have to earn respect. And when when you have really uh, put it out there that you care about these kids and the athletes and the coaches, then everything you say starts to have validity and has an impact. I told them I told the football team. Uh, last week, I said, "Look, I don't do this to impress you. I do this to impact your life." Oh, there you and go. That's, that's awesome. what it's all about. Mm-hmm. And, hey, and and then when they they're they're more open to hear the word of God and receive it. Pat Street, thank you so much. Uh, good luck well, to your team tonight. Me. Yeah, if it's okay, I'd love to reach out to you. You know, three four months from now, I'll have you back on talk a little bit about what's going on in the basketball side at your school and and there's about. You know, the 15 questions I did not get to today, so I'd like to be able to have you back on in a few months. He is Pastor Pat Street. Again, go to timeoutsports.org, timeoutsports.org to get more information. Pastor, have a good weekend. Thank you very much. God bless you now. All right, we'll see you. We'll we'll be back. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. More now of Faith in the Zone. Discovering people of sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Young Express. 
back with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Uh, welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, flying solo this last segment. Cut uh, Pastor Ken Keltner loose. I'm joined uh, this last segment by Jason Norm. Jason's on the planning committee of the No Regrets Men's Conference coming to Elmbrook Church, both the Brookfield and Lake Country location, on February 4th. And uh, the tickets go on sale Saturday, November 12th at 8 a.m. And wanted to bring Jason in just to talk a little bit about the No Regrets Men Conference. And I know a lot of you guys listening very familiar with that event. You can go to noregretsconference.org for more information. I'll just give you their mission statement. Empowering men to become servant leaders at home, at church, on the job, and in their communities. Jason, thanks a lot for coming in. You're welcome. Thank you for yeah. having me today, Mike. You bet. He's also joined by his son, Tyler. And Tyler's been nice and quiet, man. Nice young man. Saying hello to everybody here at Edercom. It's been great. Jason, let's talk a little bit about this year's uh, this year's conference. What a great lineup you guys have. Yeah, we're pretty excited about this year's lineup. Um, Ken Blanchard, who was the co-author of The One Minute Manager, um, and also uh, Lead Like Jesus, that will be, he was, he's one of the speakers. Um, Chip Ingram is another one. Steve Sondheim. Sonderman, who's the president and, and founder of No Regrets Men's Ministries and also the chaplain of the Milwaukee Brewers will be speaking. And then uh, also uh, Eric Mason, who he focuses on training ethnic minorities for ministry in the urban context. So we're excited to see uh, the message that he has to bring along with Joel Stoll. And uh, finally, Albert Tate, who's the pastor of one of the fastest growing multi-ethnic multi churches in the United States. Um, so we're really excited about the lineup, the diversity of lineup and the different um, perspectives that these people will bring, all the men who will be attending both here and around the country. Jason, this conference has really blown up over the years. It's been going on for 20 some years 24 years 24 this year. years this year and i've got a lot of friends in fact son-in-law and my son matthew uh, has also been there and just they they walk out of there just fully like empowered and and feeling strong and 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 feeling like they need to go to their job to their community to their home and and just be as as strong a man, as strong a Christian man as they can. So you, you guys do a great job with this conference. Well, thank you, thank you very much. You know, one of the ways that we try to to really be focused is the people who really work on this conference year round. They're just a bunch of guys with day jobs like myself. I work at a marketing company downtown. I'm an analyst. We have people in sales. We have people in education that I've worked with. Um, there's one person who's full time. No regrets. Men's Ministries. A couple other. Um, people who work for the church that spend some time with it, but this is volunteer driven at its core. That's why the cost can only be $35 and includes lunch. So we think that's very reasonable for the quality of for teaching. The day. For the it's entire $35. day. $35. Not per session, per day. Correct, per day, including day. lunch. Including Man, that's, lunch. Yep. that's awesome. And February 4th, right in the middle of the winter, uh, normally like on Super Bowl or the, the Saturday before, correct? Yes, and I think that may help us too because most people have plans to watch the Super Bowl, so they're not going to be out of town that weekend. or do. That tends to be a weekend that people are free. Also, when you live in Wisconsin, the first week of February generally doesn't lend itself to outdoor-type activities. No, not um, at all. But that said, the Lord has been gracious because at least have, as long as I've been doing Doing it, uh, which has been about a decade, and I think for the whole 24 years, never once has the weather prevented us from doing what it is we wanted 
to do. Um, awesome. We've had snowstorms leading up to it, but never on that day. So we're grateful That's to good. God for that. And he is Jason Norm. He is uh, on the planning committee for the No Regrets Men Conference, Men's Conference, February 4th, Elmbrook Church, both Brookfield and Lake Country. And then you also, um, there's there's a number of, of, of places throughout the country that you guys podcast this, or is that what it's called? So actually, we call them host sites. Okay. So churches around the country, um, just for the price of $400, can sign up, and they would host a No Regrets conference at their church or at their local site. So the way that works is we take um, the, what's happening at the Elmbrook Church Brookfield campus, the speakers in there, and the Elmbrook Church Lake Country campus, Campus and the speakers in there for the seminars, and we give these churches two channels worth of live video content that they can then stream into their church. They can choose one, they can choose both, however they want to do it. Um, and then also... Um, at the end of the day, what churches can do too, or people who attend, is they can download through the website that you mentioned, noregretsconference.org, all of the all the talks that we can capture, which is generally 95% plus, we put on the website and make it available for free downloads. So any talks that people did not get that day, they can go to the website, download them for free. This year, we plan to have an app ready the day of the conference so they can download the app and have uh copies of all the talks available to them that evening of the conference. So we put a bunch of stuff out there for the host sites around the country, um, but we take everything recorded at the Brookfield and Lake Country campus of Elmbrook and also put that on the website for people to be able to listen to days, weeks, months, years after the conference. You guys had 90 or 91 host sites last year? Correct. Wait, 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 do you think you'll you'll be able to get above that this year? That's a lot. That is a lot, and that included a couple prisons. That included a site in Canada. I know in years past there was a site, I believe, in uh, one of the Caribbean countries that escapes me right now. Uh, last I heard, which was a couple days ago, we're at 57 sites. So I believe that's on pace for about a, a hundred, which is the goal of what we're trying to shoot for. But at the end of the day, we just pray that the spirit moves. And whether that's one host sites or a thousand host sites, we're about men being transformed in their walk with Christ and growing deeper with him. So however many sites the, the Lord raises, we're grateful for. Well, I'll tell you, this is uh, this conference, and again, I've got a number of people throughout the last couple of years that have come to me and said, "Have you been to one?" and and I haven't. Um, I'll try to get out in the afternoon to to this one this year again, February fourth, Elmbrook Church in Brookfield, and then Elmbrook Church also in Lake Country. How is that going to work, Jason? Will some of these guys speak at both locations? That's the plan. Yep, we wow, plan. Good so, for them. Umber Church Brookfield is off of Gerkey's Corners and I ninety four. Um, Umber Church Lake Country is located off ninety four and I believe Highway eighty three. So, with the weather being well, um, it should be a very short drive to get sure. from point A to point B. But yes, that's the plan. Is whether you attend at the Brookfield campus or the Lake Country campus, you will have live seven seminar um, discussions for the four seminar hours from the same speakers that will be at the the Brookfield campus. You know, Jason, what I think. Uh, where how I think the draw is for this is very seldom do we as a group of men get together and 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 talk about this parts of our when you when you want to get together and and talk about your marriage or talk about being a better father or a better coworker a lot of times it's with you know the group of of coworkers mm-hmm. or it's a gr- you know you and your wife or mm-hmm. you know people like that if if to get together with 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 a large group of men and 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 listen to to people talk about how to be a a, a better father and a better husband and a better coworker as a christian 
I think it's just extremely powerful for guys to do that together. We would agree, and I know our founder and president, Steve, would agree with you as well because I've heard him utter those almost exact same words that you just said. Yes, as iron sharpen iron, one man sharpens the other. And and that's what we really believe in, and that's why we have uh, seminar topics that are based on parenting or marriage or work or physical health or how to navigate the whole digital realm that we're in or family relations or there's even a seminar about how to parent um, children with disabilities. So we try to hit the gamut, but we also want to become um, purposeful about allowing, allowing time for men to be able to talk with one another. So there are four seminar hours that are about roughly an hour time block, but one of those is for lunch. And we hope and we trust that men take a moment to you know debrief and don't just overwhelm themselves with content that they can't absorb, but talk over lunch, get a sandwich and just kind of what have you been talking about? What have you been hearing? What's, what's affected you? And one of the cool things we have going to is relationship with crew, which was Campus Crusade for Christ here in the Milwaukee area, um, that we invited some college kids that have come the last couple of years and we're hoping to get them here again. And one of the pieces of feedback they gave us is we need time to absorb all this. It's just in the society that we live in where there's so much noise, whatever it may be from, people need time to be able to stop and absorb. And while we're throwing a lot of content at people, we hope in the midst of that, they do take time to discuss and talk with one another. We have a prayer room there and prayer warriors that are available for men to be able to pray with at any time throughout the day. Um, Just because there's one lunch hour and three seminars that you can attend doesn't mean you have to do the three seminars. If you need to debrief or find a quiet corner in one of the the buildings, um, we invite men to do just that so let me give you these dates again february 4th is the event uh it is the no regrets men's conference february 4th tickets go on sale saturday november 12th at 8 a.m and you can go to no regrets org. and and trust me on november 12th the tickets for elmbrook those are going to sell out. The, the Brookfield the, campus, the Brookfield for sure. Campus yeah, will for sell sure. Out. We plan for it to sell out. Um, so make sure, you know, that morning, put it on your calendar, Saturday, November 12th, that you go to noregretsconference.org. It's $35 ticket and it includes lunch. And mm-hmm. it's a full day event, guys. It's yes. a full day event. And, and make sure that uh, you support these guys. Again, this is a time that you can come out by yourself or get your softball team boys to come out with you. Get, you know, your coaching staff to go out there for that day. Um, get your son-in-law, get your brothers. Just come on out as as a group of men. Again, their, their mission statement, empowering men to become servant leaders at home, at church, on the job, and in their communities. Any questions that you have, again, you can go to noregretsconference.org for more information. Jason, as we get closer, I'd like to be able to have you come back, if possible, mm-hmm. and, and maybe bring Steve with you. You know, I, I think that would be outstanding if we could have him come in and maybe Danny Parmley. I know he's been part of this as well. Uh, Brian Anderson is, is going to be there as well. And yep, he's been yep. uh, both Danny and uh, and Brian have been a guest here on Faith in the Zone. And okay. we certainly appreciate, you know, the, the time that they've given us um, in the past. So uh, it's so good to meet you. It's nice to meet your son, Tyler. What a nice young man he is. Thank How you. old is he? He's seven. Seven years old. And he is just a, what a what a good boy he is. He did you did good, man. He's a nice young man. Well, thank you. Yeah, he Thank said, you very much, Mike. Walking around here shaking hands and saying hello to people. So, <laughs> again, Jason Norm, Planning Committee for No Regrets, a men's conference coming up February 4th at Elmbrook Church in Brookfield and Lake Country, noregretsconference.org for more information. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM.
the fan. You've been listening to Faith in the Zone with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner. You can hear Faith in the Zone every Sunday at 8 a.m. To find past shows, exclusive podcasts, or to contribute with an inside tip for a guest, simply go to faithinthezone.com. Faith in the Zone is an inside look at people of sports and their walk in faith. Join us again next Sunday for Faith in the Zone, right here on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Was it really amazing grace? Now I know for certain, Lord, it was you that rescued me. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay. Plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com.